Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So for the last several weeks, I've been doing interviews on Sundays, and it's very interesting timing that during all this chaos, everything that's going on, I've had several cancellations. Normally, I do two interviews per week, so that way I always have a buffer and I can have a backup interview in case one cancels. Well, interestingly enough, the last two interviews I was supposed to do, they both canceled. But the timing is actually kind of perfect because it allows me to do this episode today, which is very interesting. The times that we're in right now is uncharted territories in the sense that Bitcoin has fallen below $20,000 and ETH has gone below $1,000 and everything is really off the bet right now. This is uncharted territory in the simple sense that Normally, when Bitcoin hits an all-time high, like we just saw it hit $69,000, based on all the historical data and all the chartists and everything that they're saying, based on the trends of Bitcoin and where it goes, is historical data because a lot of the times they like to say that although history doesn't repeat itself, it does rhyme. So they look on what happened in the past to try to determine what happened in the future. So most people expected it to never go back to $20,000 or below $20,000, I should say. Well, overnight, that is exactly what happened going into Saturday morning, it dipped below $20,000. And that has been something that the chartists would say wasn't going to happen. However, we are here in uncharted territory, it has happened. So as a result, a lot of people are once again, pulling their money out of the market. Because when these things happen, these events, these quote unquote, never going to happen events, it causes more fear, uncertainty and doubt. FUD. And that causes people to pull out. So you saw overnight that the volume of trades went up. The total market cap fell below $900 billion. And all the cryptocurrencies, for that matter, are going down. There might be one and two here and there that might have some very slight gains. But generally speaking, everything is going down with this because Bitcoin is the tide that lifts all ships at this point. Now, with that said, those people that were bullish on the ecosystem, whether it be Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever it is from day one, are still bullish on the system. Whether they're buying in and spending as much fiat and getting in might depend. Do they think it's going to go down even further now that it has broken that value or whatever it is? Or are those people that are just dollar cost averaging and regardless of where it is, they just know in the long term that this is an ecosystem to be in. They still trust in it. They believe in it. And I did an entire episode on dollar cost averaging. If you didn't pay attention to that, or if you missed that, just listen to episode number 210. I go over dollar cost averaging, why it is important and why, generally speaking, you're going to beat the market trying to time the highs and lows because nobody can do that. But there's some very interesting things that has been taking place, regardless of this $20,000 level or whatnot, ETH dipping and anything like that. Over the last couple of days, I've noticed a depegging between ETH and NFTs. And that is very interesting to me because in theory, if someone really believes in NFTs, they believe in this ecosystem of ETH or whatever it might be, that when the value of crypto goes down, in theory, when somebody really believes in a project, a particular NFT, whatever it is that they're doing, a company, when the value of ETH goes down, in theory, the floor price should rise because the people are still looking at the ecosystem of that particular project and they aren't going to unload it for a fraction of what they paid to get into it. Now, 
my answers for that as to trying to figure out why that wasn't occurring has happened, has been realized, and I figured out exactly why it is. It's because people that are native to crypto, those that see one ETH as one ETH, well, it doesn't matter what the current US dollar value or the equivalent of it is, they're still going to hold on to it and they're going to sell NFTs as if they're only calculating it in ETH or SOL or WAX or whatever cryptocurrency it is for that matter. So, that is why it always seems like NFTs were not really moving with the market and it just stayed constant. Whatever it was, if it was a dollar value, it was going down and moving with crypto and not moving against it like I predicted. However, in this market, I can see the depegging, if you will, and the NFT values, the floor prices and all that stuff is not necessarily moving in tandem with the value of crypto. And when I looked through the data and I started to pull through everything, trying to figure out exactly why that is, I noticed that it was the projects that were heavily marketing to Web2 people, the people that were coming in and not necessarily native to crypto. When I say native to crypto, I think of the group of people that have been in this market for a very long time. They're playing with their games. Maybe they came over from Bitcoin, then spread out to Seoul. When Seoul went up 1,700%, they put over some ETH and they are not playing with their fiat. They're not pulling money out of their bank account at this point. And whatever gains that they had from selling NFTs, from flipping crypto, whatever it is, that is what they're using within this ecosystem. And those people are very literate. They understand the markets. They understand trends. They've been on bears and bull runs. And they're the ones that are looking at it as one ETH is one ETH, one soul is one soul, and it doesn't matter what the dollar value equivalent is, I'm not raising my bid or my offer for a particular NFT. If I didn't think it was worth one ETH before the dip, it's not worth one ETH now. That's how they're looking at it. However, the people that are coming in strictly from fiat, this is might be their first opportunity in Web3, never owned crypto before, never owned any NFTs, they're converting fiat. So they're coming in and they're looking at the market and they're pricing everything out in dollars. And in that case, or in that sense, I should say, those are the people that are actually causing it to depeg, if you will. They're coming in on a dollar value perspective and saying, okay, well, before I couldn't get into a particular project because it was five or $10,000, but now it is only $1,000 to get into that project. So I'm willing to shell out the cash from my bank account and get in because before I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. So that is why you're seeing a lot of these projects that are heavily marketing to that crowd. The floor is moving much quicker and rising, although the value of crypto and everything is going down. Now, 100%, I will definitely say that I'm not one of these people that have been in crypto for 10 years or so. It's been over a year plus for my journey. However, I can definitely say with this dip, everything is going down. I am buying NFTs. I am putting in. And since the beginning of the year when ETH was at $3,000 plus and has gone down now, it gave me the opportunity to come in very strong. And I did not have that whole one ETH is one ETH and one soul is one soul mentality coming into this because definitely I was converting out and I was coming from cash and going into this. So I can definitely relate and have sentiment for people that are doing that as well. This is their first experience. Maybe this is their first week or month into this whole ecosystem. And that is how they're looking at it. So they're willing to pay something that an other person would not pay for. And I can think of even uh, Sammy Arriaga. He is actually getting ready to, or he's in the midst of a drop right now. And it's a 0.1 pixelated art. It comes with music and all that. And some of the Web3 native people are saying a 0.1 drop is very expensive and he shouldn't have had it that high. However, a lot of the fans that listen to his music on Spotify and elsewhere, and they're coming into this ecosystem, they're seeing it as, well, you're getting the commercial rights to a song from a well-known artist that they absolutely love 
of. And at this point, it is floating around $100. I mean, that is a very cheap investment for a lot of people that are coming in with straight cash. So they're willing to do that. Now, the people that are looking at it straight crypto, they have their bag, they whatever, they have everything secured and they're only looking at it, the value in their minds. They might as well just it, it's, it's irrelevant. The dollar value. All they know is that 10 of these things is going to cost one ETH and one ETH to them is a lot of investment that's going to really eat into their future goals because they see this thing going to 10,000, 20,000, whatever it is. And they look at it as an opportunity cost. So with that said, it's a very interesting dynamic because the people that are coming in with their cash, their fiat, they're converting and they're raising that floor price. They're also working against the establishment, if you will, at this point, if you could call it anything of that nature. The people that have been in for a year or so, or at least a couple of years and are in the system and they are not willing to, quote unquote, spend that extra ETH or spend that extra soul, that extra money. And a lot of them are actually stacking their coins. They're getting more ETH. They're buying more soul and they're keeping it liquid, unlike the people that are coming in from Web 2, Web 3, and they're buying the NFTs. So it's a very interesting dynamic what's going on right now. But just giving you a little bit more perspective as to what's going on with ETH and everything. Back in November, one ETH was going for 4.8. One soul was going for 2.59. And at the point of recording this right now, both of those are down more than 80%. So the native to crypto person, to them, it doesn't matter. The price is still where it is because one ETH is one ETH, one soul is one soul. However, that person that's coming from cash has that much more buying power. They can buy, it's like an 81% or an 80 plus percent going 90% sale for them to buy these NFTs. So although something was only trading for 0.1%, at $4,000, well, now that it is at $1,000, they have no problem throwing 0.3 or considerably more amount into it because it's still less than the $4,000 or the $400, I should say, that they were going to play as that fraction of the 0.1 of 4000 So I know those are a lot of numbers, but basically look at it this way. When the market is going down like this, people are buying in for the first time and they're essentially purchasing NFTs with fiat currency. It gives them the incentive and the willingness to even pay more. It's sort of like when there is a housing market when a lot of people are trying to buy and the market is going down and everyone's just picking off and new first-time buyers are willing to step out, stop renting, and come into the market and buy because now they can finally afford. Well, that's basically what's happening with these NFTs. These first-time NFT buyers, these people that were not loaded up before, are willing to step out of their parents' house of the <laughs> fiat currency and step into the world of Web3, DeFi, all of this stuff, because now they can finally afford it. And I noticed that the projects that have traditional marketing backgrounds, they're the ones that are doing the best as far as this goes. They're reaching out to people in Web2. They're educating. They're doing all sorts of things, possibly even doing fiat onboarding. They're doing anything that they could possibly can to not necessarily lock in with the people that are one ETH, one ETH, just solely bent on crypto and everything of that nature. So they're bringing them in and it is doing a positive thing to their floor price, helping their community, bringing in some fresh blood. And it's kind of exciting times because there's a lot of people that right now they're looking at the market and saying, no, it is way too destable. It is way too crazy. And I'm not jumping in. But at the same time, there are a lot of people that have been watching all of this stuff, seeing the value of it, listening to podcast, watching YouTube videos, and they've been ecstatic to see that the price is finally in their price range. They can take some of their paycheck, a little bit of it, and just buy their first NFT. So it is very interesting times, and I can definitely say that, yes, there are people exiting the system, but at the same time, there is new blood coming in. So in the long run, 
this downturn, this bear market, this dip, whatever you want to call it, is actually a good thing. Because when the recovery does come, which I truly believe it will, not a prediction, but just seeing what is being built here and everything, there's no other way for me to see it than a potential recovery in the future. When this comes, there's going to be that much more interest in the space because all those new people that came in that did not buy at the top aren't going to be as burned and as shy and as angry at the market. And now they're going to be in a position to then build on the next round of innovation and projects that come in. And of course, everyone is looking at the board apes, the crypto punks and all of those and saying, wow, those are the standards that we need to hit. However, this new set that's coming in, they might not have that same nostalgia and that same respects for those OG projects that really had no utility at launch. And now they're going to be getting into some crazy things that have major benefits, whether it be a social club element to it, or it has all sorts of software tied to it, or whatever it could be. It could be very interesting times. And they're coming in with $100, $200, $300, just like those bored apes times. So when the bull market does return and prices start to go back up, they're going to be in a position to have that new wave of success. And in a year, two years, three years from now, I would not be surprised to see that those people that are coming in today are the ones that are going to be on the top of Twitter stages and what have you and speaking at conferences saying, well, when everything was falling and this world was going absolutely crazy and people were saying, don't get into it. It is a scam. That is when I bought into various projects. That is when I came into the space and it was the best decision of my life. So with that said, everyone has to make their own decision. They have to calculate their own risk tolerance and see what they can spend, what they can do and where all of this is going, see where they put their value, put their funds into things that they fully understand, that they fully believe in, regardless of what social media says, podcasters such as myself or influencers that are on Twitter hosting spaces, playing that pump it up song, you know, pump it up, bye, bye, bye. Well, no, it all depends on how you look at this stuff, how you evaluate it. And I highly recommend that you do your own research and whether or not you are spending any kind of money in this space or not just to understand what's going on it is very interesting times and i look forward to it because as an optimist i see the bright side to this thing and i'm very excited so with that said sorry again that this is not an interview i was love having those guests but we'll resume that i have uh, some great guests lined up and hopefully the craziness of this market does not cause everyone to cancel or anything crazy of that nature nft nyc is going on this week, all sorts of things. So I have lots of things lined up in the future to come. But hey, if you're interested in getting something during these crazy times when things are ridiculously cheap, I often joke and say that I am not a whale. I am a crypto salmon because I'm just trying to swim upstream and get to the good waters. Well, my crypto salmon NFT, which is on wax, is still for sale just for one wax P token. And at the price in this market, that is under nine cents. So why am I selling this? It's just a fun thing. Anyone could get into it. It's very affordable. But check it out. It'll be in the show notes. I haven't mentioned it in a while. But if you've never had an NFT, nine cents, you can have your own. But as usual, I just want to thank you for listening to this, tuning in every day as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.